Today is the day that we all know the world celebrates as Easter, commemorating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So today, even as we meditate the word of God, as the Lord leads us, let's focus on what is resurrection and how does it matter to us. The former message is titled, The Power of Resurrection. the power of resurrection let's first take matthew 28 in verse 6 as a key verse even as the angel is speaking to the women said that he is risen the resurrection of christ is the pivotal point of christian faith down that portion in verse 10 bible says the risen lord is meeting with his disciples the first thing he says is do not be afraid so even as we go through the resurrection of christ it should change our position it should change our perception so let's pray together that today the ministry of the word will help us to understand who Christ is what is resurrection has me- meaning in my life how it impacts my life and how each of us are going to respond to the risen lord father we commit the session into your mighty hands we know lord that you are seated on the throne even you are watching all of us in various places it's a prayer that the spirit of god will work in everybody's heart to impact and impress the word of god we thank you for hearing this prayer in jesus name we pray amen somebody has written these lines plato socrates and aristotle are dead julius caesar neop napoleon bonaparte and adolf hitler are dead cleopatra boadicea and florence 19 year are dead Leonardo da Vinci, Isaac Newton and Charles Darwin are dead. Karl Marx, Sigmund Freud, Albert Einstein are dead. Abraham Lincoln, Winston Churchill and John Kennedy are dead. They were all alive. And are now dead. But Jesus, he was dead and is alive forevermore. The living hope of a Christian is that Jesus is alive. As I was meditating the Lord reminded me something on the cross of Calvary Jesus was the lamb of God but at the tomb after resurrection 
he is the lion of the tribe of judah yes the resurrection has a meaning for our life but at the same time its death also had a meaning for our life he is the lamb of god he is the lion of judah the lamb of god who paid the price for our sin is the lion of judah who is able to lead us victoriously in our lives as we all face the same problem all over the world about the coronavirus many are thinking what is the lord now what is he doing now hallelujah but even as today even as the world is reeling through pain and problem my jesus is seated on the throne he is still on having the authority he is still controlling every affair of this world so for a believer who is in christ jesus the comforting factor is that the lord whom he worship is alive he is watching he is having all authority and he is controlling and he is the risen lord jesus when the lord was dealing with his people when the lord was leading them through wilderness he took care of his people in deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 31 it is written the lord carried you just as a man carries his son again in deuteronomy 32 and verse 10 it says he encircled him he cared for him he guarded him as the pupil of the eye so today i want to encourage brothers and sisters if you feel isolated in any place the lord is encircling you and he is guarding you he is protecting you he is the one who carries you faithfully and psalm 66 and verse 9 says he keeps us in life and does not allow our feet to slip psalm 17 and verse 8 says keep me as the apple of your eye hide me in the shadow of your wings let me encourage you with this verse and let's get deep into the word of god one chapter in the bible that speaks completely about the resurrection of christ is 1 corinthians chapter 15 so let's focus basically from the theme written there in 1 corinthians 15 verses 3 to 5 paul says like this for i delivered to you as of first importance what i also received that christ christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and he was buried and that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures and that he appeared to Cephas then to the 12 afterwards you can see that he appeared to more than 500 people so what paul writes series everything that is listed here are important it is important for us to understand that christ died It is important for us to understand that he was buried. It is important for us to understand that he was raised. Also it is equally important that he appeared to various people. Before we go further, let me make my premise very clear for the message. Resurrection of Jesus Christ is a unique event in the history of mankind. It is so unique that it cannot be compared 
with any of a similar experience that anybody would have gone through. We know those who are in, in the medical profession, there is a process called resuscitation. A person who is said to be medically dead, clinically dead, maybe sometimes they resuscitate, they revive the heart back to life. Jesus' resurrection was not a resuscitation. He was not brought back to life from an old body. Somebody argues that it was not a physical resurrection, but it could be a spiritual resurrection. Let me tell you, if it is not a physical resurrection, then the value of his death is lost. It was not a spiritual resurrection. Jesus' resurrection was a bodily, physical resurrection. I will explain to you the reason why I emphasize that. Some people believe there is reincarnation. Could be that Jesus was reincarnated. Well, those who believe in reincarnation believes that they are reincarnated to a, another form. A man comes as an animal, then goes to a bird, goes to another cycle of life. No, no, no. Jesus was not reincarnated. He was resurrected. You see, many people are confused. Lazarus was resurrected. The son of the widow of Nain was resurrected. Jairus' daughter was resurrected. What's the difference between that resurrection and Jesus' resurrection? I want to tell you one thing. All those people who came back to life died again. But my Jesus came back to life not to die again. Hallelujah. He lives forever. Therefore, what's the resurrection of Jesus? You know, in the book of Genesis, when God created everything, on the sixth day, he finished creation. Hallelujah. But I want to tell you that when Jesus' body was lying in the tomb on the third day, my God in heaven did a new creation in the body of Jesus Christ that he was resurrected, not resuscitated, not reincarnated, not spiritually brought to life, but he was brought back to physical life, but to a new body which is called a transfigured body. In this transfigured body, people could feel it, Thomas could touch it, and Peter could hear his voice. All his disciples could eat with him. At the same time, Jesus was able to go from one place to the other without any problem to opaque planes. He was able to travel. When the disciples were so afraid and gathered together in a room, Jesus was in their midst. You know, in the account that Mark gives in Mark chapter 15 and verse 44, when Joseph of Arimathea came to Pilate and asked for the body of Christ, Pilate responded in a, in a very strange way. He said in verse 44, Pilate wondered if he was dead by this time. And summoning the centurion, he questioned him as to whether he was already dead. What I have understood from various books is that at the time, at the time of Pilate, the system was that if somebody is crucified and if he is dead, in order to ascertain that he is dead, there is a panel of minimum four people. They will go there, they are experts like the, the, the doctors of these days who does post-mortem. 
they are experts they will go to the person who is hanging on the cross and they will investigate and give a report back to the ruler yes he is actually dead so pilate asked the centurion and in verse 45 as i read it says and ascertaining this from the centurion he granted the body to jesus joseph so pilate made sure with this panel of experts that jesus is physically dead hallelujah jesus is physically dead is so important because on his body he carried our sins bible says his body carried our sins and on his body he carried our sicknesses bible says in second corinthians chapter 5 god made jesus who knew no sin a sin for us so when he carried our sins on the cross when he carried our sicknesses on the cross when he carried our curses on the cross and when he died and he received the due punishment for our sins and when he bodily resurrected we got a victory over sin we got a victory over a curse we got a new life therefore it is so important to understand that resurrection of jesus christ is a unique event in the history of mankind however theories want to obliterate this fact that it is not a resurrection the devil would like to place lies in our hearts that it was not a, a resurrection but the word of god emphasizes one thing it was a real resurrection i would like to read you revelations chapter 1 verses 17 and 18 when i saw him i fell at his feet like a dead man and he placed his right hand on me saying do not be afraid i am the first and the last and the living one and i was dead and behold i am alive forevermore and i have the keys of death and of hades the book of revelation talks about the future things but it also talks about the risen lord the word revelation means apocalypse it means the uncovering uncovering of what the jews and the people at that time thought jesus was that hapless criminal hanging on the cross the book of revelation reveals to the world world that no he is no more a, a, a human being a criminal hanging on the cross but he is the lion of the tribe of judah nowhere else you can find such a god who loved his people died for his people is risen from the dead and is living forevermore jesus christ so when we wanted to discredit the resurrection of christ we are discrediting all the promises that jesus has made during his lifetime when we say that he is he was not resurrected we are saying that all his promises were wrong or we make him a liar So Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 14 if Christ has not been raised then our preaching is vain your faith also is in vain if Christ has not been raised your faith is worthless you are still in your sins my dear brothers and sisters many of you may be strong believers in Christ but anybody who hears me has not up to now have understood the importance of the resurrection of christ let me tell you today 
the importance of the resurrection is that jesus the god whom we worship is a living god therefore the word of god the bible that we believe is a living word of god therefore the faith that we believe is a living faith it's not a dead faith hallelujah now if jesus is resurrected what is enough the bible tells in philippians chapter 2 and verse 9 God highly exalted him. What is that highly? It is explained in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 21. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named. Hallelujah. When Jesus was resurrected, God raised him far above all power and all authority now there is no authority above jesus authority the risen lord has all authority the ultimate power what does that mean to us it means a lot to us in ephesians chapter 2 and verse 6 says therefore we are raised with christ bible says you're raised up with him and seated with him in the heavenly places if we are seated in christ and if christ is far above every principality and authority if god has highly exalted him that talks that our perception has to change we don't see things in the plane in the ground when you look when you when you fly when your flight is going to land in an airport you see the airport from top and your perception is different but when you land down in the airport your perception is entirely different a child of god who is in christ jesus see things from above he doesn't see things from his own eyes but he see things from a spiritual perception so you are not seated in the heavenlies with christ jesus hallelujah this is a place that we have to look into everything that is happening around us therefore let me take you if Christ is resurrected and if resurrection has changed my position from the earthly to the divinely to the heavenly realm how does it affect me number 1 resurrection of Christ gives me a living hope in 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 3 Peter says Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead a living Christ gives us a living hope hallelujah it's a living hope you know because of that we don't lose our heart even if the toughest times happens we don't lose our heart Hallelujah. You know, in Psalm 66 and verse 12, it says, We went through fire. We went through water. Yet, you brought us out into a place of abundance. We have a testimony today to say, We are passing through a situation like we passed through a fire. Many people are isolated, quarantined. Yet, we believe, because we have a living hope in us, we will come out of it. and we will come out 
to abundance hallelujah those who hear me if there is something that is blocking you from receiving this abundance it's my prayer that even as we go through the word of god every block will be removed and you will receive that abundance yes we are passing through a time of trouble but we will come out of it you know why because we have a, a living hope anything that is living has some peculiarity a living thing will grow a living thing will reproduce if your hope is a living hope it is not going to die but it is going to grow if your hope is a living hope it is going to produce something hallelujah and it's my prayer this season that god has given all over the world is a time when the hope of many are going to become living hope they're going to grow in their faith life now let me take you to the next part what does the resurrection of christ means to me christ's resurrection ensures my justification you know in romans chapter 4 and verse 25 it says jesus was put to death for our trespasses and raised for our justification if jesus is not risen then my sins are not paid for if my sins are not paid for i am not a saint before god but right now because of the resurrection of christ god sees me not as a sinner but as a saint hallelujah if there is somebody who hears me you have never ever understood this fact let me emphasize to you when christ was risen he took the penalty for my sins therefore before god i don't have to do anything now to appease him to please him i am counted instantaneously as a saint so the benefit the second benefit of the resurrection of christ is that i am justified before god the third point i want to tell you is christ's resurrection gives me an understanding that i will also receive a perfect resurrected body bible says it very clearly in first corinthians chapter 6 and verse 14 god has not only raised the lord but will also raise us up with his power you know many people are so much concerned about their complexion even as uh, as pastor said we work in africa um i'm not a, a person in white complexion i'm on a darker side but when i am there they call me a white man according to their their conception their perception i'm a white man they call me white man but it's not a question of whether my skin color is white my skin color is dark all of us are going to be changed first john chapter 3 says when he appears we will all be like him philippians chapter 3 verse 21 says he will transform the body of a humble state into conformity with the body of his glory so the resurrection of christ assures me that i too will be transformed like my jesus one day when he comes hallelujah that gives me assurance that gives me hope so resurrection of christ ensures me my resurrection 
it ensures me my justification it also gives me a living hope if it's so how should i respond to this truth in the word that christ has resurrected there are few practical things that we can do let me tell you this few practical response that we need to have i as i told it first corinthians the entire chapter deals with resurrection but look at how this chapter ends in verse 58 verse 58 begins like this therefore my beloved brethren be steadfast immovable always abounding in the work of the lord knowing that your toil is not in vain in the lord whenever in the bible the word therefore is used it it actually concludes the preceding facts all the chapter in the chapter 15 of first corinthians talks about resurrection and then it concludes if christ is resurrected and if the resurrection of christ has entire meaning for our faith therefore we have responsibility be steadfast be steadfast also it says immovable coronavirus may come immovable hallelujah your employers might have told that there is going to be a salary cut immovable hallelujah you may be quarantined immovable hallelujah steadfast in the lord's work you know when isaac had to sow he had to sow in a time of famine but the famine did not stop the productivity of isaac's farming the famine even in the midst of famine he was able to get a hundred fold reward i've been encouraging the people in my church this is the season keep on sowing what the lord has entrusted you to sow there is a reward not a small reward hundred fold reward steadfast immovable number 2 is in colossians chapter 3 a pastor and wife when they were leading the worship sister referred to this verse in colossians chapter 3 and verse one says therefore if you have been raised up with christ keep seeking the things above where christ is seated at the right hand of god because of the resurrection of christ my reaction will be i should be focused there are so many things that distracts us so many things that distracts us in the world but the bible says we need to be focused there is a beautiful verse that i like in isaiah it's in isaiah chapter 26 and verse 20 it says come my people enter into your room and close your doors behind you hide for a little while until indignation passes hallelujah you know we are called to come into our prayer rooms we are called to come and hide ourselves in the prayer room for a little while and close the doors means disconnect yourselves from everything that distracts your faith disconnect yourselves from everything that brings down your hope and the bible says it very clearly for a little while for, uh, this coronavirus is only for a little while our risen lord is on the throne hallelujah and we are going to come out of it victoriously and we are going to receive an abundance from the lord 
But today, the Lord is prompting me to say that there is an abundance waiting for you. You have been so burdened in your spirit. Somebody who is listening to me. You have been hearing so burdened in your spirit. But the Lord says, come into your prayer room. Submit yourself in prayer. There is an abundance that is awaiting you. The Bible again encourages us a few more things. In 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 6 says, We exist for Him. You know, we always pray that Lord, Protect us, protect our families, our children, our fellow brothers and sisters from this virus. But let me ask you a question. Why should the Lord protect us? Why should he protect us? To make some more money by doing some more work? To ensure that our children are completing their education? Let me tell you, if the Lord allows you and me to pass through this calamity, there is a purpose of God behind it. When God was taking his children through wilderness, he told them there are two things, two purposes that I have through your life. Number one, I wanted to see that all the promises that I gave you are fulfilled. Number two, I wanted to establish or show to this world that I am the living God. My dear brothers and sisters, when God allows us to pass through these times of trouble, brings us out victoriously. May the world know that there is a living God. May the world know that all the promises of God are yes in Christ Jesus. And we say and am into it. Therefore, we exist for his purposes. Everybody who listens to me today has a purpose received from the Lord. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 9 says, God saved us and called us according to his own purpose and grace. If we live now, we should live for his purpose. There is much to do in this world. There are so many people who have not listened to the gospel. There are millions of villages in, in India and in Africa and in many places of the world. We have to reach out to them. There is a purpose. These are the end times. Don't you think when you see these things happening around, the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ is very, very near. It's very near. Hallelujah. Maybe in our generation, he might come back. Hallelujah. And for the people who have to yet listen to the gospel, you and I are responsible to go and preach this gospel. Therefore, we have a responsibility. The risen Lord spoke to his disciples in Acts of Apostles chapter 1 verse 8. He said, you shall be my witness. Shall we take it into your heart today? Lord, even as I believe that you are risen, I want to be your witness. Number two, in Matthew 28, 19 to 20, the risen Lord is again speaking to disciples. He said, go therefore and preach the gospel. Teach them the word. In other words, he said, you are my messengers. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 9, Paul says, you are his co-workers. We are his witnesses. We are his messengers. We are his co-workers. And we have to be steadfast. We have to be focused. Can we do that? I believe yes, we can. You know, even as so profoundly the truth are given in the word of God. In another side, the devil does his part also. And let me just take two minutes more to... Tell you that and then 
close with prayer. In Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 15, when talks about Jesus Christ, he said, he took a human form. In verse 14 says he took a human form. But why? That he might free those who through fear of death were subject to slavery on their, all their lives. The devil keeps people under bondage through one thing that is fear the fear hallelujah everywhere you can see fear don't go out fear of death don't touch anything fear of death everywhere fear of death is there but jesus actually became took a human form to break this fear of death in second corinthians chapter 4 and verse 14 it says Thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ Jesus. You know, our life is protected. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 3 if you read it says, you are protected by the power of God. You are protected by the power of God. No virus can touch you. Nothing no famine can touch you, but Jesus is protecting you. You know when the the God's children wanted to enter to their promised land they sent the spies to spy the land they came back 10 of them gave a report but two of them gave another report stating that don't just be afraid by seeing the fortresses don't be afraid by seeing the giants you know what the the prom, the, the the testimony they made Caleb and Joshua in numbers 14 and 9 he said their protection has been removed When you and I are seated in the heavenly places, we need to be able to see the protection of the world is removed, but the protection of a believer is reinstated because of the fact that we have a Lord who is risen. Therefore, in the same chapter, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 57 says, Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Today, even as we want to conclude this message, it's my prayer every spirit of fear will be destroyed by the faith in jesus christ you know fear is a spirit he became man he died on the cross he was resurrected from the dead may the power of resurrection be experienced by all of us and to conclude in romans chapter 8 it says that now there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus because the devil always wants to point finger on us and say that you are a sinner but on the cross because he carried our sins we are no more under condemnation and you know what we have to do i love the holy spirit to work in us romans chapter 8 verse 11 says If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Even as we are going to pray now, let it be our prayer that the Holy Spirit who dwells in us gives us life to our mortal bodies, gives us victory, He makes us 
focused makes us steadfast and helps us to believe that the truth of the resurrection of Christ will change my perception it change my position and i will be a victor shall we please pray together i'm going to pray right now that if anybody is under fear they're going to be delivered i'm going to pray now that if anybody has not accepted their lives they committed their lives to christ is going to understand that he is the only living god in this world therefore i would invite you brother or sister submit your life to the authority of christ jesus in revelations chapter 12 tells very clearly authority of christ has begun believe surrender your lives under the authority of christ he can protect you he can make you a victor he can take you through this calamity bring you out into an abundance he is the one who can give you a living hope he is the one who can give you an assurance of your justification he is the one who can translate you from your current state into an immortal state when he comes back will you surrender your life father god we together come before your throne we know jesus that you are seated on the throne even now your authority encompasses every area of our life even now lord your kingdom reigns over everything even now jesus you are seated far above every principality and authority jesus we surrender therefore lord i pray that every fear in anybody's heart right now be removed in the name of jesus christ lord i pray if somebody is going through a famine lord i pray that their fear will be removed and they will come to an abundance lord i pray for those who have never committed their lives to jesus today is a day they will surrender their lives to the living christ i pray father holy spirit will be in their heart right now convicting them convincing them that they are a child of god father i pray that everybody who listens to me will have the living hope in their lives through the presence of the holy spirit thank you for hearing this prayer in jesus matchless name i pray amen amen may the power of resurrection continue to control your life God bless you shallows the throne of glory Nothing in my hands I pray But the promise of acceptance From a good and gracious
I'm 